Hello my sisters, this is Ola Davis with another episode of When Marriage Hurts. This is episode 8 and today we're going to be digging into a topic that's pretty heavy. Um, The topic is what is emotional abuse? What is emotional abuse? So we're going to be talking about, we're going to be attempting to define emotional abuse. We're also going to talk about um, some signs of emotional abuse to kind of um, bring it home and give examples of what emotional abuse can look like. Emotional abuse is a hidden kind of abuse. So a lot of women that are being abused in this way don't even have an idea that they're being abused. They typically know that something is off, but they have no idea that they're being abused. So we're going to talk about the signs we're going to um, give specific examples. And that's what we're going to be talking about today. Um, so if you're curious as to whether you're experiencing this in your relationship or whether you have a friend or you know someone that's experiencing this, then stay tuned, go nowhere, get comfortable, and we will start right about now. Hey sis, welcome to the When Marriage Hurts podcast. I'm your host, Ola Davis. My mission is to help Christian women in painful marriages become aware of the marriage lies our society and religion has programmed our heads with. Are you tired of marriage advice that always blames you for whatever goes wrong in your marriage? Have you attended all the marriage seminars seeking help only to be blamed and shamed for your marriage problems? Has your marriage become the source of your greatest pain? Have you lost hope of being happily married? Are you just hanging in for the sake of your kids? I've been there before. I know what it is like to feel alone in marriage, yet feel trapped by the wedding vows that I made. Together, we will discover scriptural truths that set us free from the pain so that healing can begin. Oh yeah, let's shake some tables. Welcome back to another episode of When Marriage Hurts. So like I said, um, today we're talking about emotional abuse. Um, Yes, so where do we start from? Um, First of all, I want to set the record straight. Um, There's this um, misconception, a dangerous misconception at that, that um, emotional abuse isn't a thing or that it doesn't even really exist. There's a tendency for people who don't understand this topic to sort of dismiss it. Uh, we're living in a world now that physical abuse, you know, everybody agrees that physical abuse is a thing. But with emotional abuse, a lot of people are still ignorant about this. But I just want to put it out there. This is a real thing. It's possible for a person to be experiencing this in their marriage and not be aware, but that doesn't um, change the fact that it's been done to them and it's causing a lot of damage to that person. Um, and the Bible does have a little bit to say about this. Now, the Bible might not use the word emotional abuse. But it does describe it and it does describe its effects as well, especially in the book of Proverbs. Oh, my goodness. There's a lot there that points to emotional abuse. 
and I'm just going to share one of such scriptures before uh, we continue. And that is in the book of Proverbs 11 verse 9. And I'm reading this from the New Living Translation. It says, with their words, the godless destroy their friends, but knowledge will rescue the righteous. So it's talking about how words can actually destroy a person. And that's what emotional abuse does. Words and some other tactics as well to to tear apart the very soul of a person. But then it says knowledge will rescue the righteous. So if you're experiencing emotional abuse, you need knowledge. You need to first recognize what's happening to you what's been done to you and that's the purpose of this episode to share knowledge to create an an awareness to let people know that this indeed is a thing and the only way for you to ever get out of it if you find yourself in this situation is to harm yourself with knowledge so it says knowledge is going to rescue the righteous you have to have the knowledge No one can help you if you don't even know what it is that is happening to you or has been done to you. All right, so um, let's get started. Let's start to, first of all, try to define what emotional abuse is. So emotional abuse, it's a hidden type of abuse. It's a way to control another person. Um, Sometimes onlookers might see the signs and symptoms but usually in in some cases i should say emotional abuse is something that goes on behind closed doors you know this podcast is primarily for women so we're gonna um, assume that the abuser is the man Um, it could be the other way around but you know for the sake of example we'll say when the husband is the one abusing his wife emotionally Sometimes it could be done in overt ways, which means that he could do it um, in the presence of other people. But a lot of times it's usually behind closed doors. So the person who's been abused is the only one that knows that something's off. Other people might look from the outside in and think it's a perfect relationship. It's a perfect marriage. Essentially, it is a way to control another person by using their emotions or their values to embarrass or to shame that person and blame them and uh, manipulate them in different ways. So it's used to shame, embarrass, blame or manipulate the person in, in a variety of ways. And why is this so dangerous? Because one might listen to that simplified definition and think, well, I mean, how could you, how much damage could you possibly cause embarrassing someone? Like how much damage could you possibly cause blaming someone and maybe manipulating them? Now, it's emotional abuse, it's eating and it's so damaging because when, when it's physical abuse, People see the scars, people see the bruises, people see the black eye, right? People see the swollen jaw. But with emotional abuse, 
it causes internal damage that people around you do not see the scars because you bear the scars on your soul they don't see the scars they don't see the bruises it's like invisible bruises um it's almost like having internal bleeding <laughs> and to everybody the the victim of this kind of abuse looks fine but they're really not another reason that is so harmful is that it chips away at the person's self-esteem it chips away at the person's that the it chips away at the very core of that individual it chips away at their self-esteem at their very core it chips away at their personhood you know it's like that person just over time they just kind of disappear so it's it's a uh, yeah it's very very damaging and eventually the victim just kind of feels trapped you know they're silenced they're they're wounded right like the scripture says also in the book of proverbs it says the human spirit can endure a sick body but who can bear a crushed spirit and that's proverbs 18 verse 14 it says who can who can bear a crushed spirit now that word crushed there is also the word for broken or wounded so who can bear a wounded spirit you know we all think about physical sickness as something that's terrible right but the bible saying if you have a strong spirit you can endure that you can endure a sick body i'm not trying to say sickness is a good thing <laughs> you know we're just kind of making a comparison here that a human spirit can endure a sick body but a wounded spirit who can bear that nobody nobody can bear a wounded spirit that's <laughs> that's the answer to that question so Often the person is they're too wounded to endure the relationship any longer but also they're also scared of leaving and the abuse cycle just continues and more damage is done to that person. All right, so let's look at some signs or should we call it signs and symptoms now? Yeah, we'll just say some signs of emotional abuse or what you might see in emotional abuse. Now we're going to be talking about a number of things. Um, it, it might not be present in every single emotional, emotionally abusive relationship, um, but this are some of the common signs. So the person, um, so we're just going to say the person who's been abused, we're going to call them the victim. Uh, we're not trying to victimize anybody. We just need simple terms like that to, for the sake of conversation. All right. So, and we're going to call the, the person doing the damage, we're going to call them the abuser. Um, the abuser criticizes the victim, right? They they criticize the victim for not completing tasks according to their standards. Now, before I continue, disclaimer, um, some of the signs, they could happen in healthy relationships. Where the line gets crossed into abuse is if there is a pattern of behavior. So if, you, if you've been married to someone for 15 years and they've done one of these things once or twice it doesn't necessarily mean that you're in a in an abusive relationship okay i think i should make that clear but for someone who's in an abusive relationship there's just like a consistent pattern of this kind of a uh, behavior from the abusive person the abuser so we are looking at a pattern of behaviors so an emotionally abusive person would criticize you for not completing tasks according to their own standards. 
they don't value your opinions you're not even permitted to have an opinion um so they in the relationship their opinion is the only opinion that matters you don't even have a voice and when you try to voice out your concerns or opinions they just ridicule you they essentially treat you like a child you might not be aware of this but there are women that are married to men that make them write down or account for every cover okay that they spend on food items yeah how much did you spend on food this month yeah i want to know how much you spent on tomatoes how much you spent on rice how much you spent on chicken <laughs> yes i mean um i'm not see ladies i was in an abusive marriage so if you hear me chuckle or laugh I'm not trying to diminish the pain of abuse, but it's just such a heavy topic that sometimes one just has to lighten up. It has to be taken seriously, but I I'm just trying to keep the vibe of the podcast episode lively, if 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 you will, okay? So I don't want anyone to think that I'm making light of this. Far from it. Okay, so like I was saying, they treat their partners like children. If a wife goes to a husband to say that um you know, I'm hurt by something that's the husband, I mean, if she says she's hurt by something that her husband has done and she's trying to like describe the circumstance and say, "Oh, you know, you did such and such last week and it really hurt me," right? Like that's how couples are supposed to communicate with each other. Um the husband might say, "When did that happen?" I don't even I I don't think that ever happened like they could deny <laughs> they could say oh when when did that happen where were we what time at what exact time did that happen and when what exactly did I say what did you know they just confuse the woman and bombard her with questions that you know at the end of the that discussion the woman's just confused because you know sometimes you can't just remember exact details of how something happened And of course you definitely didn't record the time the exact time that it happened. So they just ask this confusing questions and if the woman's like, "Well, I don't it was sometime in the afternoon. I don't exactly remember." And they will say, "Well, afternoon I I wasn't home in the afternoon." Like they just say confusing stuff that eventually makes the woman feel like, "Well, maybe I don't remember exactly." Like she gets confused she starts thinking that something wrong with her memory and the abuser just uses that as a tactic to kind of change the subject and divert the attention away from whatever they did wrong another sign is is that they undermine the other person they dismiss their concerns they distort their perceptions of reality so i mean they would say well okay you know sometimes they might not deny completely that the event happened but they'll say well that's that's not exactly what happened <laughs> so if um let's say that the the wife says well you know what you did yesterday was it was really it really hurt it really hurt me like you you really hurt me you you pushed me to the wall the abuser might say something like well that's not what happened you stumbled and you were going to fall down and i tried to grab you to prevent you from falling down and you know that was when you kind of touched the wall like they would just distort and twist what really happened and you know the the 
victim was already in the agitated state she might start thinking well is that really what happened maybe you know it, the abuser just immediately causes her to doubt our perception of what happened or a recollection of what happened and they do that over and over and over again so at some point the victim starts thinking well maybe i just don't remember things correctly and they start feeling that maybe there's something not right with their memory. So when when someone distorts your reality like that and they deny things or, or they distort things that happen, <laughs> I can't even tell you how damaging that is. All right. So another another sign that you might see in an emotionally abusive relationship is that when um, someone tries to discuss their concerns or share what's been done to them that's hurting them the abuser would just dismiss that person or say things like you're just being too sensitive like you're too emotional the abuser would also sometimes use sarcasm to to kind of humiliate the their victim and if that person lets them know that, see, I don't like what you're doing, it's hurting me, they will just dismiss that like, oh, I was just joking. Like, can't you even take a joke? So they do all these things and they're slowly chipping away at that person's self-esteem and self-worth. Um, something else that they do is they refuse to, they don't, they don't even let their partner have an opinion. So they would either refuse to acknowledge it or they would refuse to accept it as valid. So essentially, um, the wife is not even allowed to think, not to talk of have an opinion. Only a husband's opinion matters, right? Because the husband is the abuser. They would dismiss your wants and needs. So now I'm not saying if someone's saying, oh, I need to buy Brazilian air, that's worth so much money. No, I'm talking about real needs here. Like the things that a person needs in a healthy relationship. So maybe companionship, maybe intimacy, those kind of things. An abuser would dismiss that because their needs and their wants are the only things that matter in a relationship as far as they are concerned. There's no reciprocity. So they demand that their victim meets their needs, but they don't have to meet their needs. That's how the abuse dynamic works. So they could even accuse the victim of being um, selfish if she uh, tries to explain that these are what our needs are or wants are. They can dismiss her as being selfish or materialistic. Emotionally abusive people, they are like experts at creating confusion. So they would make confusing and contradictory statements. And what do I mean by that? Not only statements, they would say things and their actions would be so different. So they can say, oh, I love you so much. I could never live without you. Like you're everything to me. I'll do whatever to make you happy. And that makes their victim feel good, right? And then the very next moment, like I'm not even saying the next day. It could be the very next moment. <laughs> it could be the very next moment and they start displaying actions that really contradict what they just said i mean sometimes you know this different kinds of abuse they don't always 
um, they aren't always isolated. Sometimes they work hand in hand. For someone who's physically abusive, usually they're also almost always emotionally abusive. So like if a husband beats up his wife now or maybe just slaps her or honestly, I don't even want to use really serious examples. I don't want to use extreme examples. Physical abuse could be as simple as just shoving someone. Like, oh, you get out of my way and just pushing them out of the way. That in itself is physical abuse. You don't have to get a black eye to have that situation described as physical abuse. Anyway, so if he kind of shoves her away or something and then five minutes later is talking about, oh, baby, you know, we're going to have such a wonderful weekend and starts saying all this loving things. His actions five minutes prior, there was nothing loving about that. And then a few minutes later, they, they get all lovey-dovey. That is, that can be really confusing. Especially if the lady now says, if the wife says, you know, don't tell me that. You just, you you um, you really hurt me when you just pushed me off like that. And they'll be like, really? I didn't know. I was just trying to get around you. Like they just, they just quickly find an excuse for that. Which the victim also does, learns to do over time. Make excuses for their abuser. Because they start thinking, well, maybe he didn't really mean to hurt me. I mean, he just did something really, really loving for me now. So, I mean, you know, they start, their brain kind of struggles to make sense of this, <laughs> of what's going on. Or maybe the abuser says something really, really hurtful to their victim. Like something they know that's really going to hurt. And then the very next day, they're like buying their wife gifts. Maybe they buy an, an expensive gift and they're like, oh, I love you so much. You're, the, you're everything that I need in a wife. But a day or two days before that, they were saying things that were really hurtful. They were really pushing this person's buttons. And, um, and it, it, it just depends. It would vary from case to case. What an abuser does is they use what they know is going to be most hurtful to you. So if they know that maybe she isn't as highly educated as the husband, and that's something that, you know, not having the opportunity to um, higher education is something that that's really heavy on a hat. They would use that against that. So they could say something like, you're just so dumb. You didn't go to school so that, I mean, it's it's no surprise that you're so stupid. And the very next day, they could be showering now with gifts. So there's something that goes on in the brain of the abuse victim that she, she, our brain really tries to make sense of what's going on because she's hearing this derogative statements being made about her and she's also been lavished with quote-unquote love and ant- love and attention. There's like this struggle that goes on in her mind, in her brain. And psychologists call that cognitive dissonance because she's trying so hard to reconcile what's going on in her crazy world. All right. So something else that you might, you will definitely see at some point in an emotionally abusive relationship is drastic mood changes or, you know, sudden emotional outbursts. You know, the, um, the abuser would go into this outburst. Um, how do I explain this? They would usually go into this outburst at very odd times that would leave the victim confused like something could just happen that's not so serious you know it could be that maybe a child spills a little bit of water while eating spills some water on the table and the abuser might just blow up over that so sudden emotional outbursts 
And, you know, when this continues in a pattern, it creates this home environment where everybody's kind of walking on eggshells because you don't know when that is going to go crazy, right? And that includes the wife as well, not just the kids. Like the wife, even before she brings up a subject for discussion, she has to watch her husband's mood. She has to watch, you know, is it is it a safe time to even discuss with this person? Because you, you don't know when they're just going to go into this, have this emotional outburst. And I know that a lot of what I'm saying, some people might even listen to this and think, well, that's what my own was like growing up. See, the truth is a lot of us that grew up in Nigeria grew up in abusive homes and we did not even know it and that's the reason why when we find ourselves in this kind of marriages it's so familiar because this is what your daddy did to your mommy right this is what you grew up knowing and it's so abuse is so normalized in our society that we struggle to even know what healthy relationships are like and that's unfortunate well abuse isn't normal and it's not God's best for us. It's not what God desires for us. So let's start changing that mindset. So we might need to continue this topic on the next episode because I don't want the episode to get too long, at least to give us some time to, to digest what we've discussed so far on this episode. So the point I'm stopping on in this episode is that atmosphere that the abuse creates where everyone's walking on eggshells. Because they know that the abuser can be so erratic and do something unpredictable. Okay, so we're going to stop here this week. We'll continue this topic next week where we will take a look at more signs of emotional abuse. Um, Until then, please go on our Facebook group, When Marriage Hurts, um, where... You know, we can continue this conversation before the next episode. I will see you then. Remember this words of Jesus. I will never leave you nor forsake you. Have a wonderful week ahead. Has this podcast blessed you? If yes, please head over to Apple Podcasts When Marriage Hurts and leave a written review for the show. It would be such a blessing to me to know that this show has impacted you in some ways. Also, share this podcast with a friend. Let's spread the word. Lastly, if you would like to be a part of a community of like-minded women of faith who are on a journey to living the best life God has for them despite their marriage challenges, join our Facebook group, When Marriage Hurts. Until next time, remember these words of Jesus. Come to me, all of you who are weary and carry heavy burdens, and I will give you rest.